Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatimbempa. Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatimbempa is a senior pastor and visionary of Holy Hill Chapel AG. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Please give a mighty clap offering unto Jesus, the owner and builder of this church. And shall we honor the servant of the Lord, our father and mother, do it better somebody. It's testimony time. Sister Nora testifies of missing womb found after 32 years. Clap your hands, somebody. She says, After attaining puberty, I never menstruated. So at age 22, when I had the means to have the problem checked, I was diagnosed with a condition called Mayer Rokitansky Kusterhauser, MRKH syndrome. Now, this is a condition that affects the reproductive organs and causes the female genital and womb to be underdeveloped or absent. In my case, the doctors could not find my womb. Now, in January this year, 2022, I started feeling some pain intermittently on the right side of my genital. So my doctor decided to carry out some laboratory tests. In that same period, I discovered the ministry of Dr. Bempa, and by grace, I came to see him. He declared that there is no woman without a womb. The devil stole it, and he must return it. Then he gave me communion wine to administer, and a copy of his book, Chronicles of Miracles, Signs, and Wonders. I was excited and grateful, knowing it was the beginning of good news in my life. After meeting Dr. Bempa, I went to the hospital for the physiotherapy test, and people of God, for the first time in my life, my womb was supernaturally found. Can somebody give a mighty clap offering unto Jesus? 32 years without a womb, missing womb found after 32 years. Sister Nora says, I thank God so much for the great impact I have received through his man's servant, Dr. Bempa. Jesus indeed is Lord. And Brother Emmanuel testifies of miraculous release of money owed. He says, in October last year, 2021, I was to receive money from someone who owed me, but he did not pay it. The following month, I was invited to this church during the 30 days prayers and fasting, and through the messages, I decided to become a member. After the first service on the last Sunday of the fast, Daddy reiterated that we were only to eat after noon. So when I got home at 11.30 a.m., I took my bath to while away time, and I poured anointing oil and communion in the water. When I finished, people of God, I saw a message on my phone from the person who owed me, and it read, Come for your money. He says, I went for it. 
And to the glory of God, it was the full amount he owed me. And ever since I joined this church, my business and finances and everything has been moving from glory to glory. As you clap, God will move you from glory to glory. And Sister Agnes says, healed of heaviness and head headache after nine years through the power of God in the mantle. She says, for nine years, I felt heaviness in my body and suffered severe headaches. After receiving my mantle during the mantle service on Sunday, 30th, January 2022, I placed it on my head as daddy instructed. Now, instantly, I felt something leave me, and I fell under the power of the Holy Ghost. When I regained consciousness, people of God, the heaviness and headache had disappeared completely to the glory of God. And Sister Sewa testifies of divine healing through the power of God in the mantle. After the mantle service on Sunday, 30th, January 2022, I noticed that my seven-year-old son was limping. Meanwhile, nothing had happened to him. So I tied my mantle to his knees and he sat down to pray on his own. Immediately after the prayer, people of God, he walked to me without limping and told me the mantle worked. Can you clap your hands unto Jesus for this great miracle? And Sister Sarah again says, divine encounter through the power of God in the mantle. On Sunday, 30th January 2022, I heard a voice telling me to tie my mantle to my head for three nights. And after the third night, I was to cut it into pieces and place them in the corners of my house. On the first night, I had a dream in which mommy and daddy visited me, and mommy directed me to do away with certain things in the house. Still in the dream, she also told me to repair any damages in the house without consulting my landlord. In reality, I had already called my landlord to fix some things in the house. So after this dream, my husband and I decided to do it ourselves. I thank God for this encounter, and I know it is for a good cause. God bless Daddy for this mantle. Can you appreciate God once again for this intervention? And our last documented testimony before we take the live one comes from Brother Ivan, and he testifies of miracle scholarship. He says, I gained admission to a university in the USA for my master's degree. In addition, I was awarded a paid graduate assistantship and tuition waiver, leaving me with my health insurance, student fees, and accommodation to be catered for by myself. I was not able to pay my student fees and mandatory health insurance before the deadline on 10th January 2022 due to some challenges. But I believe God for a supernatural miracle. I listened to Daddy's messages on the podcast and the testimonies over and over again, believing God for my portion of miracles. Particularly, I listened to the message preached on Sunday, 23rd January 2022 on the topic, 
prayer and fasting provoked miracles. That day, a lady testified about supernatural admission and payment of fees after she fasted for the first time in 13 years, and I tapped into it. Later in the evening on Friday, 28 January 2022, after listening to the message again, I checked my email and realized that I had received a mail from the student account office stating my account balance as $0.00. Meaning that I was no longer owing. I quickly checked my dashboard and saw a notification there also that I had been awarded a scholarship which I did not apply for. And this scholarship had canceled my debt of $2,275.50. I want to give all the glory to Jesus for awarding me this scholarship, canceling my debt, and confirming the word of his man servant, Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatin Bepa. Can somebody appreciate the Lord for this great miracle that he has done in the midst? Shall we welcome Sister Sophia? as she testifies of being saved in a robbery and divine healing through God's power in the mantle. You're welcome, madam. Please tell us your name and what the Lord has done for you. Supernatural overflow. I live in prosperity. I just want to thank daddy and mommy for giving me this opportunity. Uh, my testimony is just on the 30th, this, uh, two, weeks, uh, two days ago, when I was coming from circle to the church. When I got <clears throat> where the, the guys were selling the carpet, so I just saw a vehicle coming closer to me. So I just, I just want to turn and see what is happening. The two guys, they just hit me from the back. So I was holding two bags. One contained my church uh, clothing, and then the other one, I was listening to podcasts to last year, July mantle service, because that very day was mantle service. I was listening to the other one. So they started beating me. One, they want me to, uh, like they were pushing me inside the vehicle, but I was just shouting, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And people were around because it was around five. So I don't know what happened. The earpins just fell, and daddy's voice came out wow. whilst they were beating me. I don't know what happened. Daddy just shouted, In the name of Jesus, the one beating me fell. So they were struggling with me. They were pushing me. This one will push me. So at the end, they, uh, they just said, So the one beating me fell down again. He got and he was beating me again. He felt that he shouted, in the name of Jesus. Then he fell for the second time again. Then they were struggling with me with my handbag. But the handbag, they were not able to because the podcast and then Uncommon Favor Mantle was in that bag. But when you see the back, they spoil them. I even show the back to the testimony uh, table. They spoil all the back. So when I came, I was feeling pain. This my hand. I was not feeling it anymore because they were just beating the hand. Because the back was, I was holding the back. They were beating me. So when I came, I explained to my mommy that I should go and sit down. But I was feeling pain. My heart was pumping. And then 
So when Daddy was, uh, uh, during the uh, service, Daddy was preached, I was just praying that, oh, Daddy should stop and give us this mantle. <laughs> even Daddy even said that, oh, people are praying for me to stop so that I will give them the mantle. But I was the one, I was just praying, Daddy, you stop. <laughs> so when I got my mantle, I used it like my ordinary towel that I'm using in the house because I was feeling pain. This hand, I can't raise it. The hand was paining me. So I used the uh, mantle as like towel. So said so I hear that the, my heart, the pumping of my heart came down. And then I used the mantle to tie my hand. So that one too, I started feeling like, I was feeling like the hand is now working. So I want to thank God. And even when they were beating me, I also tapped into Professor Lotte's testimony and said, the God of my father will visit them. So I want to thank God for this testimony. Amen. Please put your hands together once again for this great testimony as we welcome Sister Rita who testifies of divine healings. Please, you are welcome. Please tell us your name and what the Lord has done for you. Supernatural overflow. I live in prosperity. Please help me celebrate Jesus, the owner and builder of this church, and help me honor our father and mother. I'm really appreciative for this opportunity. Please, my name is Rita. Um, I'm here to testify of divine healings. Um, it started in March 2020. I got this sudden heart problem, difficulty in breathing, heart palpitation. And when it comes, it comes like asthma. So they had to send me to the hospital for them to nebulize me with a nebulizer before I become stable. So, <laughs> so um, I was there, it was just like that. So one of the doctors said, we ran several tests. They said it's not asthma. Um, there's no trace of asthma in my family too. And that they don't know what's wrong with me. But what they can do is that they can help me manage my heart. So in 2021, I got admission to Legon here and I met my roommate who introduced me to this church. <laughs> so when I came here, the moment I stepped forth into this church, I knew God tired me. Because when daddy was preaching that day, I started shaking in my chair. So when we closed, I told my friend, hey, God is still, because when daddy was preaching, I was just shaking. For this church, I'll, I'll surely come back. So I came back several occasions. I, I learned how to sew. I learned about Titan. And I, Daddy once said, if you want God to do something for you, you have to sew to push God. So I learned how to sew. So I sewed to God that this sickness, I don't want it. Because when it comes, it's like a disgrace. A disgrace, you just fall down. They send you to the hospital. Enabilize you before you can become normal. When you're going for lectures, you'll be thinking. So God... Healed me. So I don't know what happened. I sold. I used to come to church, started Titan. I don't know what happened. It disappeared. I don't... So during um, the second semester vacation, we went home. I, when I go home, I'm from Kumasi. So when I go home, I was having this stomach pain. Stomach pain. We went to the hospital and they said it's stomach ulcer. They gave me medicine. They said I shouldn't eat some food. So when I go home, 
I said, I'm not going to drink the medicine. And what they told me not to eat, I'll eat. Because I know what God has done for me. So I used the communion wine as my medicine. And I listened to daddy's message on podcast. I eat what they told me not to eat, but each day I'm getting better and better and better every day. So I want to thank God for this beautiful opportunity for directing me to this church. Thank God for the life of our father and our mother. Amen. Can a grateful somebody be upstanding and give a mighty clap offering to God for all these great testimonies as we welcome the choir. May the Lord bless you. Oh, somebody keep celebrating Jesus. Wow. Tell somebody tonight is my night. Me too, tonight is my night. Now, in the season of seed time and harvest time, what happens? Tell somebody it's a season of prosperity. Tell somebody it's a season of prosperity. So tonight your prosperity has begun. Clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. See the way you love me. See the way you care for me. You carry my matter for your head, oh. Ide me obina song. Like a little baby. You watch over me. You know they carry me, they play, oh. Ide me obina song. We are giving glory to Jesus. Come on. Say,
The builders be with him, pay. I go follow you, they go. Say anywhere. Say Jesus, Jesus. My life is for your glory. Your glory. This man, promotion everywhere. Blessings everywhere. Plenty money. Hey. Say, I like it, oh, I like it, oh. I love the way you delete me. Somebody, are you excited? Say, promotion everywhere. Blessings every day. Worshiping the Lord, Jesus. My life is for Your glory. My life is for Your glory. Your glory. Your glory. that Jesus is doing. Arm robbers couldn't take the bag that contains the money. Jesus stopped them. And our little beautiful sister healed of heart condition and satanic stomach ulcer. Give Jesus another clap offering and take your seat. Tonight is a wonderful night. Now we enter into a new month and I want you to pay attention because what we are discussing is the reason why people are running around and killing their mothers and sisters. And yet they can have it for free.
is our month of seed time and harvest. Many, many only think about seed, but they don't know that a seed produces harvest. That's why giving is difficult. It's like pepper to them. But if you really understand that it's not only seed, but it's seed time and harvest, you are going to become an automatic giver and poverty will leave you alone. Genesis 8.22, scripture speaking. Now, this is where God has cursed the ground and people were suffering. And Noah was able to gain favor and God was going to give Noah a master key to break the curse of poverty. And so he told Noah, this is the key that can break anybody from the curse of struggling and poverty. He said, whilst the earth remained, which means that this law is everlasting as long as we are on earth. Seed time and harvest will never cease. You want the harvest? Don't pray. Look for seed. You want the harvest? Don't fast. Look for seed. Because prosperity does not answer to prayer and fasting. It's a covenant law. As long as the earth remained. Now when Noah got this key, he did something. What did he do? The Bible said he took off every clean beast in verse 20 and offered a sacrifice unto God. There are many Christians who don't pay attention to keys. They just pray. They will talk and pray and shout when they can say, I'll pray for three hours today. What did you get out of it? They pray for things that are not supposed to be prayed for. Noah, you want to come out of poverty? One law. Seed time and harvest. Once you have a seed, Harvest will follow no matter who is the president, no matter the dollar price, no matter your background. The laws of God cannot be stopped by any condition. So Noah offered unto God every clean beast. That was like a first fruit. Everything. You remember when they came out of the ark, there was nothing. The only two, 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 two things that they have, he took them and offered to the Lord. And look at chapter 9 verse 1. What happened to him? The Bible doesn't change for any generation. We don't have a different Bible for Europe, a different Bible for America, a different Bible for the city dwellers, and a different Bible for villagers. You see, it is human knowledge that has brought all these things into our mind. And anytime human knowledge takes the place of biblical knowledge, what you have is poverty and struggle because that is what the devil wants to do. And God blessed Noah after he, he, he saw his seed. And his sons and said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Verse 2. And the fear and the dread upon every beast of the field. Now, in other words, the blessing that was given to Adam was reversed back in Noah's days. The blessing that they lost came back because Noah believed that way as long as the earth remained. Now, let me say this thing to you, you know, be happy. It would be foolishness for you to expect a harvest when you have not planted a seed. Many Christians live like that. When they need something, they are looking for somebody. Please, some of them will nyanya their face, they will cry. And even when it is given to them, they will all, they will chew all. So 
So what happens? They return back to their former state. They remain beggars again. You should be a beggar only for once in your life. <laughs> because out of what is given to you as a beggar, you can break the case of poverty. But here they don't know. All that they know is that for me, I don't have. There is nobody who doesn't have. What they don't have is the knowledge to multiply what they have. So the law of seed time and harvest is the secret of heaven's order of prosperity. And it is for all. To overflow in prosperity, you must know the law of sowing and reaping. It is the secret of true prosperity and what is true prosperity. The man of God cannot copeland. Because every revelation is given to somebody. Who brought the message of prosperity to the church? And brought the church out of the doldrum of poverty defines true prosperity this way. He said true prosperity is the ability to use God's ability and power to meet the needs of mankind. Regardless of what the need may be. The ability or the means to use God's power. So when a Christian has a need, he doesn't use economic power. He uses God's power. I define it again. It is the ability to use God's ability. Empower to, to meet the needs of mankind regardless of what the need may be. That's why that young girl could sow a seed and go to heal her because her need was healing. But healing also responds to seed sowing. Everything responds to seed sowing. Hannah was looking for a child. He prayed, prayed, prayed. One day he said, Lord, I make a vow and I give you the child that you give me back. God says, oh yeah, take it. It is the uncle Lord. No believer should think there is another way for him to walk in the overflow. That's why these books have been given. Buy them and read them. You are struggling because you don't have knowledge, not because the witches in your family are too strong. Knowledge is light when it comes. Darkness, vamusus. No matter how thick the darkness is, when knowledge comes, when I saw that poverty was trying to deal with me, I began to find out from the men who have broken the back of poverty. What did they learn and what do they know? Because God's word is the same for black, for yellow, for green human being. Anywhere you apply it, it's going to work. The Bible said God is not a respecter of persons. Acts 10, 34. It said God is not a respecter of persons. Believe it. And Peter opened his mouth. And said, of a truth, I perceive God is not a respecter of persons. 35. But in every nation, he that feared him and worked righteousness is accepted with him. So you say, Pastor, I come from a very poor background. Today I came to give you another background. Your background will never put your back on the ground in the name of Jesus. Why, why is your background poor? They were following idols. Idol worshipping is the number one cause of poverty in Africa. Psalm 16 verse 4. Their sorrow shall be multiplied that follow other gods. Pouring libation to cuckoo, pouring libation to animals, pouring libation to this. Nonsense. All kinds of foolishness. But we can't blame anybody because we didn't know. We were ignorant. Somebody said, I have a problem. He carried his little money, give it to a juju man. That is the beginning of your poverty. 
Because the Bible tells us the thief coming up. Except to, if you enter into any partnership with the devil, you will lose because he's a thief. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundant. This year, 2022, your prosperity begins this year. So you can use God's power to meet all your needs. That's what Papa Copeland is saying. He's the one that God gave that revelation. Every revelation is given to somebody for all the church. So proud people say, I want it direct. You won't get it. One day the man of God, Bishop Oedipo, went to a place. A hotel that Kenneth Copeland has slept there many years ago. I think the interval was between 9 and 16 years. And they told him, when Copeland came to this place, this is where he slept. He said, Lord, as I sleep on this bed tonight, whatever is in Kenneth Copeland, give it to me. He was with his wife. That's why we thought the mystery of impartation. Those who don't believe that certain men have been given something, you also never have anything. He said that night was he was sleeping. He had a vision. What did he see? He saw a hand, a rotten hand with maggots. Then he shouted, Jesus! And the hand changed to become a brand new hand. And he heard the voice of God. My son David, you have entered into the creative dimension of your ministry. My God. My God. Then the prosperity began. Everything Bishop Opo does is one in the world. When they built the 50,000 auditorium, it entered Guinness Book of Record. He's doing another one, which they have not finished, but it has already, it's already in the book. It's already in the book because his kind is not found anywhere. And he says that it's that creative anointing that causes him to create those kind of things. Because that burden is going to take over 200,000 people. It, you can't find it in America. You can't find it anywhere with 72 elevators and 1,000 toilets. My God. The cost of the roofing alone is 50,000 seat auditorium. The cost of 50,000 seat auditorium, four times only the roofing. And they said to me, my son, it is without stress. Nobody has been, nobody, nobody has been told you will pay all the women in the church, thousand, thousand, students, 200, 200. One thousand workers on the burden side, burden day and night. When you go there, you think it is a whole nation burden, yet one man. One man. He has even announced nobody should bring money anymore. We have enough to finish it. Bringing us back to the biblical days. You think I'm a fool? I will not follow such a man. Who should I follow? Many of you don't even know who to follow. The person you are following has borrowed and is owing. And who you follow determines what follows you. I prophesy over your life. This year, borrowing has ended in your life. Poverty has died in your life. He told the people, take my son there. So I sat in the car. They, I, I opened my mouth. The underground alone will take 44,000 people. Now, you will be afraid. When you see it, you will be afraid because it, it shouldn't be something done by a church. My God. My God. My God. 
And yet, there's no stress on the man. You are trying to build a two-bedroom apartment. Iron <laughs> raw sellers are chasing you. Cement sellers are chasing you. Uh, grand and stone sellers are chasing you. Tipper truck uh, drivers are chasing you. Abba! From today, all the struggles in your heart has come to an end. Tell your friend, this is the year of overflow. And respond, I live in prosperity. My God. God has a plan of financial overflow for every child of God. Tell John 2, I wish above all things that ye may prosper and be in hell. Even as that super. Now, be careful you don't start thinking, oh, some family there, they are, they are well to do. Where I come from. No, 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 no. I know where you come from is no good. So I'm not taking you to a different place. If you follow what we are teaching you. However, this plan to prosper every child of God is a choice. Some people there, they have chosen poverty. Oh. When you see the way they talk and the way they do their as I'm preaching, he's angry that I'm saying all these kind of things. God never forces anything on any man. Lift your hand and say, choose prosperity. You can make a choice to be poor. You can make a choice to be rich. But it is wisdom to make a choice to be rich. Tell your friend, it is wisdom to make a choice to be rich. Make a choice. Prosperity will never jump on you until you hate poverty from your heart. It is wisdom. To make a choice to be rich. If you are poor, you can't help anybody. Even yourself, you can't help. The lady who testified, the background of her story is that because there was nobody to take care of her, it took her 22 days to enter hospital for the first time to check the kind of sickness that he was suffering. Can you imagine somebody that knows he has a sickness since he was born, but there is no money, so he was there after 22 years before he could go to hospital. My God. Somebody say poverty, I curse you. Say it with some power. We are not playing. Proverbs 3, 13 and 16 tells you that it is wisdom to choose to be rich. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that geteth understanding. Go to, go to 16 straight. I don't have time. I need to quit. Length of days is in his, her right hand. And in her left hand, riches and honor. So you can't have wisdom and be poor. Question your wisdom. The way poverty is dealing with you. He was just talking about wisdom. Happy is the man that finds wisdom. So you see, your poverty is not traceable because you are an African. You lack wisdom. He said, length of days, a wise man lives long and he lives in riches. Today, that wisdom that you need to come out of poverty, receive it and let your aiming be bigger. Following God's wisdom will open you up to hidden riches. Colossians 2, 2 and 3. Colossians 2, 2 and 3. That their heart may be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all the riches of the full assurance and understanding. To the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. 
In whom, look at it, inside Jesus, are hid all the treasures of wisdom. What are the treasures of wisdom? I just show you two. Long life, riches, and honor. Treasures of wisdom. So when you become born again, the key to the treasure is open to you. So believers are not supposed to be poor. A lot of people are thinking, when, because uh, since, uh, since I became uh, born again, uh, 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 then what, what is actually happening to you is that before you became born again, you were following fake riches. Now, God is now about to open to you true riches. There are two types of riches. The world type of prosperity is using political power and influence to acquire wealth. This one is using the power of God. This year, I initiate you to the second type, which is a covenant type of riches. Now listen to me. Whichever level where you are that I'm preaching to you today, you'll never go back. You'll rather go forward and forward and forward. So in Christ, I hid all the treasures of wisdom. Treasures of wisdom, long life, honor, riches. I just show you. If you read Proverbs 3, you know what are the treasures of wisdom. That is the things that are embedded in wisdom. When you are using godly wisdom, certain things are supposed to happen to you. So don't be surprised. Some of us, you know, it's not medicine. It's not this thing. These are the treasures of wisdom. I mean, when I wake up, I read Bible. Some of you don't have time to read your Bible. There are things, there are treasures in the book. You are not finding it. So, so, Jokotin from Akpalakpa to Labadi, from Labadi to Oshodi, from Oshodi to Ikeja, just, just moving like an atom. I don't have time. Even coming to church is a problem for you. Now, listen to me. If you don't have the wisdom to come, you'll never know God's wisdom. And so today I show you the wisdom and the treasures that are hidden in that wisdom. Me, I can never see poverty again in my life. You see, many people can say that. But you see, it is not bragging on. If you know one plus one is two and you are even bathing, they ask you two. You are sleeping two. So, so I know the thing as if I know my name. And it has become my lifestyle. I live like that so the harvest follows me every day. Today your name will join that group. Oh. The group. So, the master key to working in financial overflow is the law of seed time and harvest. I just read to you Genesis 8.23. As long as the earth remains, it is a, we are seeing chairman. That law will always deliver. That law will always stop working when we go to heaven where there is no poverty at all. 2 Corinthians 9.6. What does he say? 2 Corinthians 9.6. He said, 2 Corinthians 9.6. He who soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. And he who soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. So if you want to change your harvest, change your seed. Simple. Yeah, simple as ABC. If you want to change your harvest, change your seed. Seed time and harvest shall never. So, so, that is, so your harvest is determined by your seed sowing. What you sow always come back to you in multiply form as harvest. With this understanding, only fools refuse to sow. Luke 6.38. Luke 6.38. Nobody has any gift of prosperity. Listen, these are laws. These are keys. My God. In Ghana law, if you steal, you are a thief. If you go to Ukraine, you steal, you are a thief. The laws don't change. Give and it shall be given unto you. Stop there. A lot of people, all that they know is give. They don't read the rest, so they are worried. When it is time to give, they are worried. But you see, that is only the first statement. 
But look at the, the blessings that follow that one statement. Give. Number two, it shall be given to you. So you don't lose. How? Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Running over. Somebody shall overflow. Shaman. What you have to do is take this scripture and meditate and say, I believe it. So anytime you are giving, you are excited. My God, it shall be given to me. It shall be given to me. It shall be given to me. Good measure, press down. So you are no more a receiver because this law, this blessing is not on receivers, it's only on givers. So tonight, join the giving group. Everyone has a seed with which he or he can create a harvest. Everyone. How do I know that? Genesis 1, 11 and 12. Genesis 1, 11 and 12. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass and the herb yielding seed and fruit trees yielding fruit after its kind whose seed is in itself. Underline that place. Everybody sitting here, your seed is with you. You can fry it. You can eat it. Some people do their seed, they, so they just keep it somewhere and sleep on it under their bono mattress. Underline that place. Whose seed is in itself? Your prosperity is not with your uncle. It's not with the government. It is in you. The seed is in itself. I go. Me, I don't care. Whoever becomes president has no effect on my life. Because I believe this one, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Look at the next one. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself again. So, whatever will happen to LP the day Amanda is in herself, everybody has a seed. Some people, when they got their seed, quick, 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 they went, they bought a week, two weeks, finished all their money. After buying the week, they couldn't pay tight. They couldn't give professor free. They couldn't do so. They, they've eaten both the seed and the fruit. Tell your friend, be careful. God never lied. Sometimes you see people say, so this one, God gave him a chance. He blew it. He blew it big time. Never forget the scripture I just showed you. Your seed is in yourself. So the prophet told the woman, what do you have in your house, not somebody's house. Pastor, I have 10 cities. That's, that's what you have. Start from there. I started from 0.1. My God. I remember when I was going to graduate in the university, I didn't have a shoe. I prayed for three days. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. But am I at the same level? No. I have shoes that are brand new that I've forgotten that I have them. I tell you. Because when I saw this and I said, hey, let me leave all my uncles alone. Let me leave everybody alone. The seed is in me. If you understand what I'm teaching, you stop blaming people. And after today, you'll be prosperous like Solomon, 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 Solomon. Lift your hand and say, my seed is in myself. So there is no man without a seed. One day I asked the Lord, why do you even allow widows to give? He said, because the seed is in them. 
A widow went. You see, in normal life, you say, no, no, no. This is why politicians have problems with pastors. Eh? They are collecting money of poor people. They are collecting money of poor people. Did I tell you I am poor? Now, what they don't know is that until the poor man gives, he won't prosper. But what the politicians want to do is that they keep people in their posters so they can use politics to manipulate them. So during politics, they give you one t-shirt with their head on it. And they give you five cities. And you go, you follow politics. Some people die because of five cities. They can even give you matches box for you to be fooling around for them. Somebody says we are liberated. We are out of such nonsense. I've not joined any political rally in my life. For what? For what? You see a full-blown human being. Follow it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. There is nothing wrong with politics if that is your area. But what I'm trying to tell you is that don't believe what they say that your prosperity is in politics. It's not there. They themselves are there for something. But my God shall supply. How many of your knees? Oh, I didn't hear you. I say, how many of your knees? Can he cancel your debt? Can he give you scholarship? Can he give you breakthrough? Shall supply. Ah! So they tell people, don't go to church. The pastor will collect your money. You know true true that in this church is rather the church that is giving people money. To set them up. There's money in the house of God, not your offering. Let me tell you, there is a spirit in the house of God. It's not your offering because before you came, we were here. The silver is mine. When will you believe it? The gold is mine. Say yes. Tell her. He got chapter 2 verse 8. Why am I saying so? The devil is wicked enough. He doesn't want anybody to prosper. When did we get oil? Where is the oil in your pocket? Go to Takradi, you will know. When they tell you the story, you will be sorry for yourself. That the oil that we got, we have sold it for 50 years. Add 50 years to your age. I'm asking you. That is when you will get something to chop. 85 years. You, you will be 85 years. That's when Ghana's oil. And we are even praying if another person will not resell it. Sit down. So man of God, what are we going to do? This is what we are going to do. Ephesians 4.20. Listen, I've studied this thing. I know what I'm talking about. Ephesians 4.28. All those, all those men I'm talking about and I know them. The only person I've not seen is Copeland. I've seen him this year. Amen. Now, the reason is because God gave me a mandate to teach the church these things that I'm talking about. 28. Look at something. Where prosperity begins. When I finish, I'll show you two keys. Let him that steal, steal no more. <laughs> Some people busy stealing. But you cannot prosper by stealing. Some are stealing their husband's job money. Yeah. That's not going to work. Once you take what belongs to somebody, forget about prosperity. You say, Pastor, why? I will show you why. 
The curse of the Lord is in the house of a thief. Zechariah 5. The curse of the Lord is in the house of a You stole your wife's money, forget. So look at it. Let him that steal. Do your hands like this. Steal no more. May open the feet of my man. Even if I see pen, I won't, I won't pick it. Because I've, I've, I've seen what the scripture says. Every, oh, is there anybody whose wisdom is higher than this one? But let him labor with his hands. Look at it. But let him labor, working with his hands. The thing which is good is not selling of appetition. You, the labor to the pastor say we should work. Ah, now you are selling human nose, human nose, people's nose. Let him labor with his hands that which is good. Now, this is where the many Christians have the problem. After you have worked and you have forgotten the money, what do you do? See, that he may have to give. Stop there. You see, Christians, they say, I, I, I'm working to live. My work is my job. Stop the nonsense. See, you work to have you have to give. You give to prosper. Now, it's a mathematical equation. Why is it? Your work brings you to the realm of addition and capital. But giving takes you to the realm of multiplication. 10 plus 10 is what? 10 times 10. Choose the one that you want. <laughs> so, Working hard will add to you. Giving will multiply. Except they didn't teach you mathematics. Forever to forever. Multiplication is greater and higher than addition. Thousand plus thousand. No. Two thousand, not ten thousand. Somebody should check his mathematics. Thousand plus thousand. Thousand times thousand. Thousand times thousand. No, not hundred thousand. Did you check your mask? Thousand times thousand, one million. Now look at the gap. This is what God has given to the church. We don't know it. So look, look at it. Look at it. Let me preach to you from my heart. Second Corinthians 9:10. Look at what the Bible says. If you want to prosper, you better listen to me. If your prosperity is not in a covenant and it is only work, get chop, work, get chop, one day you won't get anything to chop. Now. He that ministers seed to the sower. Both minister bread for your food. And multiply your seed soul. So seed brings multiplication. Yes, no addition. Multiplication. That is why it takes you to the realm where nobody can find you. Seed sowing. So we work. We get. We sow. Worldly people don't know. It's not their revelation. To you has been given the keys of the kingdom. And so, as long as the earth remains, you must always sow to reap. Because sowing brings you... I mean, when I get something, to sell it, I better sow. I, I like sowing than selling. My God! Until you sow, you can't reap a harvest. It is therefore foolhardy to think of reaping without sowing. And it is the anchor law to the overflow. My God. Some of you have been in church for long, but still you have not caught it. Too. That's why I'm repeating. Today you will catch it. 
Tell your friend I will catch it. Where does sowing begin? This one is not landing school of economics. So. These laws are higher than all the economies that you know. I tell you. <laughs> My friend. Where does sowing begin? Number one. Sowing begins with sowing the seed of the gospel. That's what I'm doing. So everybody sitting here, sow the seed of the gospel amongst your friends. In other words, I'm saying be a soul winner. See, sowing is not only sowing financial seed. Sowing the seed of the gospel by talking to your friends, preaching to your friends, inviting them, giving them the good news of the gospel is the first level of seed sowing. How do I know that? Luke 8, 11 says, the seed is the word. So when we are preaching, we are sowing the seed of the gospel. This just started with four people. Then we became six. Now we are over 2,000. What is multiplying the people? The seed of the word. The seed of the word. I've got young, young people that I met when I used to be a teacher. I preached to them. They got born again. Today, most of them are millionaires. They are also making me a millionaire. I'm reaping from the seed. Those of you, when we say go and preach, you say, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know that preaching Jesus to somebody is sowing the seed of the gospel. The seed is the word. Who knows? The person that will buy Pastor Prince and Mercedes Benz is a soul today. He's walking through the street of down somewhere. If you can catch them and say, Jesus loves you, one day, my God. I Bishop Perry was talking. He said, at the age of 15, his teacher, who was an American woman, preached Christ to him. Look at him today. The woman is now over 80 years, he lives in Florida. Bishop Oedipo will fly a jet and go to Florida and cook for the old lady. And both of them will eat and fly back to Africa. Why are they not flying to you? Who did you save? Some of you don't know that so winning makes people rich. You don't know. That's why they criticize pastors. You, what we are doing, can you compare what we are doing to what you are doing in your, whatever you think you are doing? This is the topmost of God's business. Serving people and giving them eternal life. Get involved in that job. Jesus called it a business. Every believer must join the business of winning souls. And once it is a business, it comes with unquantifiable profit. 2 Timothy 2, 6 to 8. So this year, every holy hill are 12 standing souls. You are winning 12 standing souls. This is the seed you are sowing. Second Timothy. Two, six to eight. The husband man that labor must first be a partaker of the fruit. What is he laboring? He's laboring on the souls of men. Consider what I say. And the Lord give you understanding in all things. Look at verse eight. Very powerful. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Now what is time to tell us that Jesus is a seed so you can give him to people. You can give Jesus to people. You can, all the testimonies you are hearing, the seed of the gospel is producing this effect. So this year, the first thing I want you to sow, everybody in the church, you owe God 12 standing souls, one soul per man. You meet people in your office, you invite them to church, and, and you do it on three platforms. Number one, three ways of sowing Jesus into the life of people. Sow prayer for souls. 
Write the name of your friends. Write the name of your office colleagues. Begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring my friend Kofi Koko under your friend. Father, save him. Father, open his blind eyes. Father, open his blind Everybody should do that. Everybody here, you have friends. There are friends everywhere. Through you. So take Jesus as a seed and sow it in the life of people. My God. My God. Sometimes when I look at myself, I see even everything I'm wearing right now. It's a seed from the people I sow the seed of the gospel. Richard brought me this shoe from um, South Africa. Pastor Nikki brought me this. <laughs> uh, 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 move, move, uh, whatever. Ultimate gave me this one. Pastor Nikki brought me this one. You there, let me stop here. I have other things. Some of them I'm wearing. It costs $30,000. My soul gave it to me. You see, you don't know. As you are sowing the seed of the gospel into the people, you are securing a glorious future. Today, I can't say so well, because why are you busy? What God can do through, that is his first number one business. So the first seed is sowing Jesus as a seed. into to, This year, receive grace. Oh. Receive grace. When you go on the prayer altar, Father, in the name of Jesus, this coming Sunday, fill our church with souls. Anybody that came last week, let them come again. You are sowing the seed of prayer into the life of others. You are sowing the seed of prayer. Number two, sow the seed of the gospel by going out and sowing it. Invite people in your church, people around your shop, people in your area. You are a seamstress. You are whatever. Talk to the people who come to your shop. Come to church. Invite them. Talk to them about Jesus. Sow the seed of the gospel. Where will I ever be poor? When my seeds are everywhere. I just give you simple, simple examples for you to understand the gospel. Go out on sowing. Number three. Sow the seed of invitation. Maybe you can't preach like I can preach. So what do you do? Sister, will you visit our church? Sister, this kind of problem that you have. Ah, Jesus is solving it every day in our church. Will you visit her next Sunday? You become an inviter. Even little children can invite their friends to their birthday party. He said, Lucy, tomorrow I'll be 10 years old. My mother has cooked a lot of food. Lucy, go and tell your mother that we are having a party. Even little children can invite. Okay, you are 90 years old. You cannot go out and sow winning. You pray elderly people's prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Sunday Bring everyone to the church in the name of Jesus. As they come, Lord, save them, save them, save them. Old people's prayer. Investing into the kingdom. My God. Look at your friend and say, you are not exempted. Everybody is involved. So we the seed of the God. Now, the, the girl said that when she came to Accra, her roommate, let's clap for that roommate, my God. Like by now, I don't know what will have happened to my daughter. Somebody that when he's walking, he just falls down and starts paralyzing. Wickedness of the devil. And the girl said, come to our church. I go. And she came, Jesus thought. Who is going to reap? That girl that invited this girl is going to reap the reward. So, every month, make sure you establish one person in the church. So you sow. You become a chartered come and see agent. Come and see, come and see. You become a church marketer. Jesus broadcaster. My God. You invite your office colleagues. 
since where you live is you live at Abokobi. By the time you go from Tuesday to day, you'll be in traffic. Let us go to evening service. We'll close at 8.30. The traffic will be clear. Then you go home. My God. My God. Everybody can sow the seed of Jesus. I have my son Bafo here. He, he, he works with footballers. Every footballer, except you who don't want to go to Europe. <laughs> you don't want to go to Europe, they are staying in your house. Muslims, Buddhists, once you join the club and every African wants to go to Europe, his first prerequisite, you must be in church. I've seen him bringing countless footballers. Some of you don't know, we even have a football team that is full of only international stars. Now, the status of country of some footballers. We just say that it's holy him team. All footballers, raise your hands. You see, plenty they are there. Plenty. <laughs> Bafo brought many of them. So what are you doing is that you say you can't sow the seed of the gospel? My God. As a teacher, I pray to Philo here. I pray to, right now as I'm here, Bishop Sam is also preaching in Steve, Pastor Steve Manson's church. My God. My son that I raised in the gospel, standing on the same platform with me. Yesterday I preached at Cedar Mountain. Tomorrow he, he will preach at Cedar Mountain. And anywhere he preach, he bring me seed. My God. Is that not the results of seed Tell your friend, go preach and poverty will leave you alone. Go preach and poverty will leave you alone. What are some of the harvests you get from sowing Jesus as a seed? Number one, you reap joy. Joy will overflow in your life. Luke chapter 10 verse 15. There is joy in heaven over one sinner that repent. So those who preach are sowing joy. When you sow joy, you reap over joy. I've never been depressed once. The joy of the Lord. The joy. Some of you think when you marry a half-caste wife, you'll be happy. Hey, you don't know what you are doing. Marrying a half-caste wife is not see sowing. You sow joy by preaching to people and joy returns back to you. Number two, you reap wisdom. Proverbs 11, 30, he that winner so is wise. So every soul winner, you reap wisdom. And wisdom is what gives you ideas for your business, for whatever you do. A man of wisdom can never be broke. You can, my God, wisdom is what you need. And so winning brings wisdom. You saw Jesus into people, you reap wisdom. Proverbs 11, 32, Daniel 12, 3. Number three, which many people like, you reap prosperity. Woo! He that reap receive wages. John 4, 36. My God. This year, money will be looking for you. He that reap and receive wages. My God. He that reap and wages. God is busy paying so with us. As they sow the seed of the gospel, God pays them back in hard currencies. It can come in dollars. It can come in whatever. It can come in pounds. Listen, John, don't say it's only the pastor. No. Every soul winner. There are pastors who are no soul winners. There's a difference between a pastor and a witness. A witness is somebody that stands and says, come and see what the Lord has done. I was there. So a witness is someone that uses personal testimony. To, don't go and quote Hebrew Zachariah. They don't know Zachariah. They think he lives in Zongo. Don't quote Zachariah. They don't know. An unbeliever, just tell the unbeliever, I, 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 I had kidney failure. Jesus healed me. A witness uses his own testimony to talk to people. From today, may you be an ordained witness, a chartered witness. Now look at this little girl. If this little girl tells any of the students, I was suffering from this and that and that, Jesus saved him. That is a witness. That is what? A witness. 
attend to somebody, may you be a witness, a witness. Somebody that testifies. And number four harvest is that God will save your children and your family in the future. You can't go around saving others whilst your children will not be saved. Never. Psalm 22 verse 30. I like that one more than anything. All my brother's children are saved. All my children are saved. My God. It's only those saved ones whose children are not saved. Those of us busy going around saving others. My God. A seed shall save him. And they shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. So as you are busy moving, saving other people's children, lesbians, vagabonds, your child will never become a lesbian because you have sown the seed. My God. My God. Your generation. This is the harvest. Remember we are talking about seed time. And if you are busy impregnating other people's daughters, continue. <laughs> what you are about to reap, you will cry, mow, 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 mow at the age of 75. You are a lady here busy following other people's husband. Keep on showing that go seed. He's going to seed for you. You, your husband, when he goes three months, he won't be back and yet he lives in Accra. Be careful. This is not only about money. Seed time. What kind of future do you want? Start sowing seed. You sow the seed of righteousness, you will never reap wickedness. So now, every believer is supposed to be a fruit-bearing believer. Every believer must be a fruit-bearing believer because the tree that does not bear fruit, the Bible says, cut it. Second area of seed sowing. Sowing financial seeds. Zachariah 8, 12. My God. And the seed shall be prosperous. And the vine shall yield her fruit. And the ground shall give her increase. And heaven shall give thee. Now look at something. Very powerful. Once you plant your seed, Pastor Deji, look at what heaven is going to do to the seed. Go back. Go back. New King James. My God. For the seed shall be prosperous. How? The vine shall give its fruit. If it is vine seed. Number one. It's supposed to come with fruit. All that a seed knows to do. Is to bring harvest. The ground will give increase. In response to your seed. The heavens. Shall give their dew. So when you plant a seed on the ground. The earth will help you. The heaven will help you. No seed. Heaven can help. It can help. My God. A man living under close heavens, how will you survive? Heaven doesn't help Jonathan because his name is in the Bible. No. They can even call you Jesus. The ground will help your seed and heaven's deal will come on your seed, not you. That's what the seed shall be. I don't have anything, I don't have anything you may never have. What you don't know is that what you call little is your starting point. Plant it and it will increase. Receive grace to be a seed sower. Now, among seed sowing, we are going to consider one very powerful one, which is the beginning of seed sowing. We call it first fruit. Everybody say first fruit. Everybody say first fruit. Genesis chapter 4. This is where it begins. 
Adam knew his wife and conceived and bore a son and half acquired a man from so, so, so. Then she bore again and this time Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep. Cain was a tiller of the ground. And it came to pass in the process of time. Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn, watch it, of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord had respect. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. What was that? First fruit. First fruit was there before Titan. Titan was discovered in Genesis 14. First fruit, Genesis 4. Many Christians don't know. It's not their fault. They've not been taught. So, Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3. Many don't start the year well. Proverbs chapter 3. Verse 9. Everybody say first fruit. That's the first type of seed sowing. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. Mm -hmm. What is going to happen? So shall thy bank be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new ones. Somebody shall overflow. So what is first fruit? Write these points down quickly. We are going to close very soon. I'll continue on Sunday. The first fruit is the initial result of an enterprise or a business. The first profit of a business given to God or a man of God. The first profit. Now, since this just started, I always give my first fruit first week in February. Which means that I glean it from my January salary. I have never eaten my salary in first in the beginning of the year. Never since I saw this truth. So the first fruit is the first profit of a business or an enterprise. Number two, the first fruit set the pace for your harvest. It is a sign of your appreciation to God for sending you new blessings. It set the pace for your harvest. It is a sign of your appreciation to God. He sent you new harvest, new blessings. Number three, what is first fruit? When you go listen to the podcast, it is a sign that God is first in your life and not money. When you get money and you start eating it first, it means money is ahead of God. When you give first fruit, what you are saying, Lord, you are number one. Money is number two. For many people, money is number one. God is number two. So when you give your first fruit, you pass the test of priority. You pass the test of priority when you give your first fruit. It is the evidence of putting God first in all things. First fruit is your proof of Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first. So when the year begins, you are not thinking about buying a new work first. First blessing. Or you got a new job. You have been jobless for 20 years. Your first job, as soon as you got it, you are going to buy fridge. To cool your system. Next month, you are sacked. And you defreeze again. When you do that, what you are saying, that money is first in your life. My God. What is first fruit? I'm just giving you five definitions quickly. The first fruit is a sign that you remember God. That he is the source of all things. Giving first fruit is a sign that you remember God first in all things. My God. So in Israel, everything that is first is given to God. 
So when you know the story, firstborn, this, this, this. When the angel went to Egypt, he killed all the firstborns. Because the firstborn is, is the one that opens the matrix. It's so important to God. Why did God tell them that when they go to Jericho, they shouldn't pick anything after breaking down the wall? Jericho was God's first fruit. He said everything in Jericho should be given to God's treasure. Then Achan, the first four one man in the Bible, he said, when I saw the gold and the godly pearls, my eyes could not turn away. He took it and took it. How? Achan died. His wife died. His children died. All his family, they were buried. What is first in your life? What is first in your life? Finally, the first fruit is a sign that you recognize God as the source of your blessing. The first fruit is a sign that you recognize God as the source of your blessing. Psalm 24 verse 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Sit down quietly and listen. If you are sleeping, stand up on your feet. These things you don't know. That's why your life goes up and down like this, up and down like this. Because you, you are not living a covenant life. You are just atom, pam, 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 pam. You get money the day you feel you give. You get money, say, my money, my money, my money. God, you can't tell me to pay first fruit. Now, the first fruit is not the same as the tithe because that's what some pastors are teaching. It's not true. Understand that first fruit is not the same as tithe. The tithe is one out of ten. The first fruit is your best seed out of your harvest. One out of ten cannot be first. And there is a scripture that opens us that. Nehemiah 12, 44. Nehemiah. So those of you who have never received this revelation, maybe this is your first time. And what, that is how we have lived our life up to today. And may the Lord give you understanding. Now, Nehemiah 12.44, look at it. And at that time, were some appointed over the chambers of the treasures. That's uh, God's account, account, accounting office. Number one, for the offerings, for the first proof, and for the tithe. To gather into them out of the fields of the cities the portions of the law for the priests and Levites. For Judah rejoiced over the priests and for the Levites. So here, you see offering, first fruit, and tithe. Did you see it or you didn't see? Raise your hands if you saw it. Put it back. Some people didn't see. Because some people have mistakenly eaten their tithe. They say it's first fruit. New King James. You need to see these things because it pains me that people are suffering for nothing. At that same time, some were appointed over the rooms of the storehouse for the offerings, the first fruit, and the tithe. You and God, who they hear English? They are not the same. So this scripture makes a distinction between first fruit and the tithe. Don't confuse the two. They are different and separate. My God. When I want to give my first fruit, I give all my salary out. How do you eat? I eat from heaven. Some, some of you, you are selling things you can decide. You see, as I'm preaching, I don't even need to tell. The Holy Spirit will tell you what should be your first fruit. How do you eat the first hundred dollars in your life? Ah, no, 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 no. 
My first car was a white BMW. I gave it as first fruit. A first plot of land somebody gave me, I gave it. I don't know which first I didn't give. And thank God I found this revelation. Where do you give your first fruit? Now, in this our economic world, you may give it at the beginning of the year, but that doesn't end there. Let it be your life. Anything first in your life, give. Where do I give it? You can give it in two places. You can give it to your church. You can give it to your pastor. You can give it to the church. You can give it to the man of God. Exodus 23, 19. I'm only using scriptures. I'm not talking from embrace. Exodus 23, 19. And the first of the first fruit of your land, you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in his mother's milk. The first fruit of the increase of the land, bring it. That's why next Sunday is first fruit Sunday. But it is not by force. I've already told you. It is by choice. So you bring it to the house of the Lord. When the church began, I told you, I gave my first car. We use it to purchase instruments. Pastor Ernest also gave his first car. Many, many, many. Pastor Prince, his first car, he gave many, many people here. Adams gave his first car. Maybe I don't know your own. My, my wife too gave his first car some Jalo Pipi Joe to me. <laughs> but a pastor is still using it today. That car is very strong. A pastor is still using it. My God, ask your friend, where's your first fruit? Some of you use it to fry egg. You use it for marriage, marriage, marriage. Where are you going? I just gave first fruit of the church last week. The whole church. And then my own. I will do another one next Sunday. Me, I do all the two. I do to the priest, I do to the church. People don't, when they don't understand, it, eh, they are doing something. This is what we are doing. We are teaching you. Leviticus 23 10. Look at it. Speak unto the children of Israel. Say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof. Then ye shall bring a chef. A chef means bundle of the first fruit of your harvest unto the priest. I know. So me, I can eat your first fruit life. <laughs> When you say things that these days, the people don't see it. Whatever you can feel, you can feel. I'm reading from the Bible. I just gave my faith for tens of thousands of dollars. I won't tell you how much it is. We don't play. Listen, preaching is different from doing. There are pastors, they will stand, preach, shout. They don't do anything. I'm not one of them. There are many things I do that I, I don't even tell you. That's why you don't understand why God is blessing me. But you see, divine revelation... 
It's not secret cult. So you have to share it for whosoever will to participate. And as a revelation, we the and you through. Say it and let anybody who chooses to flow in it. So in this church, our first car seed, it was a four-wheel drive. We gave it to a pastor. And since then, we have given many, many cars out to other pastors who are not here. The ones given to pastors in this church are different. Other pastors, because when you give to yourself, it's different from giving it outside. Yes, and God recognizes the one you give outside more than what you give to you. After the pastors, almost everybody is driving. Any pastor here you don't see driving a car, he has also given the car out. This guy has given his own, most of them. And when they give, I don't look at them for them to, I won't let, I don't want to see your face. But when I gave my own, I didn't have anybody to cry my face to. Now listen to me. Sympathy can destroy the future of your children. Yes. Sometimes somebody can bring something to the church as only you lose. Ah, madam, this is all that you have. Are you, he didn't bring it to you. When Jesus stood there and the widow gave, did he take the offering and give it back to the widow? That's what politicians are teaching us because they don't know the Bible. That widow who have died in widowhood without the seed. Because it is seed time and harvest, not crying and harvest, not begging and harvest. So we gave our first car. My God. When somebody give, don't look at his face. Let him feel the, the impact of the sacrifice. Ezekiel 44 30. Somebody shout, first fruit. The best of all the first proof of any kind, every sacrifice of any kind, from all your sacrifice, shall be the priest. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Yahweh. Your pastors can't say it. Me, I'm reading from the Bible, so. My God. I'm standing on my feet today because of my first fruit to my man of God. So I told you the, the church's first language we gave it. And that opened the door for us to be here. Nobody should eat his first fruit. It is dangerous. Tell your friend it is dangerous. Jeremiah 2.3 Lift your hand and say I'm a first fruit giver. Hey, some people they didn't raise their hand as if they didn't hear me Lift your hand and say, I am a first fruit giver. Now, the first fruit is a sign that you have overcome greed in your life. Greed. First giving. If you are wise, probably you have done a wedding. All the offering people give you. Don't go and buy the freezer. It may freeze you. You call your husband, Jolly. This is our first seat together. Let's give it as our first fruit. Now, I'm explaining to you why some people, some blessing they got as the first one never repeated itself in their life. They ate it. Now, listen. Israel was holiness unto the Lord and the first fruit of his increase. All that devour him shall offend. So when you eat your first fruit, you offend God. Evil shall come upon them, says the Lord. Tell your friend, I didn't write the Bible. I'm reading it to you. Some people don't like certain portions of the Bible. 
But I'm preaching to you the whole counsel of God. That's why today you are not shouting amen. But very soon, when your pocket starts getting loaded, you, you'll be shouting amen. Amplified. Josephine, are you there? You see some Christians, young girl, he has gone to chat up three bedroom apartment, put a condition on one corner, using a kev television. You check it's like, have you ever given fair food? No. But decorating the room. And I watch just shining wake in our Nam town, no J fans. What you don't know is that there's no harvest ahead of you. So after you have used that week, next time, Israel was holy. Something set apart from ordinary purposes and consecrated to the Lord. So the first fruit is something set apart, consecrated to the Lord. The first fruit of his harvest in which no outsider was allowed to share. All who ate of it, injuring Israel, became guilty. Evil came on them, says the Lord. My God, me, I don't want trouble. My God. Say, I'm a faithful giver. Say, I'm a faithful giver. Say it well. Say, I'm a faithful giver. The first day somebody dash you hundred dollar, you were, you jump to the left, you jump to the right, you shout, "I'm a dollar melon, man!" Hundred dollar, you're a dollar melon. And when you finish, you change it and you blew it. I told you my first cow. I was about to organize cow soup for all my pastors. The spirit said, "No, you've never received a cow before. This." Is your first fruit. This December, I, I threw my eyes like this and I've received 10 goat. I said, Lord, I'm not a good farmer. He said, remember the day you went to circle here and you used your last money to buy a goat, your first apapu goat, white one with beer. And you gave it to the man of God. This is the seed. He said, get ready. It has just begun. Now listen to me. Some of you, all that you have is in your bank account. You are very poor. If all that you have is in your account, you are a poor man. You must have something in heaven's account. Because what you have on earth, any mistake in Ghana, they can make a lot of mistakes. Computer can make a lot of mistakes. You are finished. But when your prosperity is locked up in heaven's account, my God, this year I decree over your life, Poverty leaves your house alone. Poverty leaves your family alone. Poverty leaves you alone. My God. Lift your hands and thank God. Maybe you have never given first fruit. I'm explaining. I've never eaten my salary. Listen, we don't lie on the altar. We don't lie on the altar. I always check out for things that are first, first in my life. I say, Lord. This is a curse if I eat this one. If I eat this one. That's the reason why in the olden days, only when they catch that you are not a virgin, they will stone you. Because your virginity was first fruit. So when a man marries you, there are, there are people they settle who are waiting for you to finish consummation. And they will actually come to the room and test to check. And they will ask you, was she a virgin or not? He said she was not. He said stone her. 
she has eaten the first fruit. We carry your boys, school classmates. They stone you to death. Your virginity was your first fruit. Given to the man who paid your bride price. Somebody just bought you fried rice and he, he ate the first fruit. Nonsense. <laughs> Lift your hand. <laughs> what a message. This year you will prosper. I say this year you will prosper. Once you give the first fruit, the others will continue. And I command you to unceasing harvest of flow. I gave my first car. I will never buy a car again in my life. I'm telling you. And I always drive the latest, the Porsches. The beautiful. Why am I saying that? I gave the first one as first fruit. So Sunday. To help. You see, when I'm doing something, I want to help you. I'm going to give everybody first fruit envelope. If you like, go and put it on your toilet. I, I will not worry about that. If you like, when I finish, use it as your towel. Take it, go, and pray, Lord, the year is beginning. What is my first fruit? If you want to give all your salary, if you want to give you whatever. But what are you, you ushers, share it to everybody. But if you don't want it, don't collect the envelope. First fruit means all my salary. Sometimes when you, you take your tithe out and then you keep the rest. My God. Now, if you do that and you are not able to survive, it means that you don't save. So it means that one man's salary can destroy your life. Now, I'll get there. You shouldn't be a person that if they don't pay you one month, you can't survive. No. Where are the ushers? Give everybody. When you finish, go to children's service. This church prosperity there is by force. Because a Juma, Miss Nana, are you there? <laughs> First fruit. Maybe you have never heard it before. I've given you scriptures. And then you can read the book. There are four types of giving. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. There are secrets. So. You see, when you don't know, you may think some people they are doing, or maybe God likes some people. Hey, he loves everybody. Mama, tell are you there? Sometimes, when the pressure is on you, then God will give you a break to bam! The devil will say, ah! This one. Now is the hour. The first fruit is a sign of generosity towards God. Lord, this is what you gave me, I'm giving. This year of overflow, everybody's bank account will overflow with plenty, plenty, plenty. Now, let me tell you this, Joker. Some of you, eh, you have never lived by faith before. What is living by faith? Giving all to God and waiting to see what will happen to you. Yes. There are days in your life you have to do that. You give all. Because you have heard people saying, I live by faith, I live by faith. But you always live by salary. So you've never given God a chance to prove to you that he's your provider before. You've gotten a new job. You've gotten something. Whatever. You are selling fridge. You have brought 1,000 fridge from Scandinavia. You sold all of them to Ghana Military Academy. No first fruit. 
Before you see, they collected the contract from you. Lift your first full seat. This are in the Bible. And I've been practicing it day one. First helping another man people. Ask them. When we started, every every beginning of every distance, I've explained it to you. Go home and pray. Listen, if you don't like, don't do it all. It's not by I told you, prosperity is not by force. First of all, it's by choice. But me moment there, I've chosen to prosper. Because it's nice to prosper. Can you imagine me? I'm in Nigeria, I'm giving people money. Nigeria. Man of God. It's not church money. No, no, church money. Me, I don't go to where church money because of, I'm afraid of Zachariah 5. Sure. First fruit. Say first fruit. Lift that envelope up. Say, I'm a first fruit giver. Say, this first fruit will not be my last fruit. As I saw this one, it will multiply and multiply and bring me to the overflow. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank you. All students, iPhone 13. A shift from Pam. I feel for our uncle out of coverage area. He is so This year, Siso he begins with first fruit. I Genesis chapter four. Second is Titan. You need to know all the channels. Don't just be joking. I'm making. What are you giving? Honor the law is an honor. Somebody say, sir, this is the first thing I, I ever got. I give it to you. What a blessing. So in Israel, first child belongs to God all the time. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. You are about to enter into a new realm of overflow. A new realm of overflow. All the offerings we collected during the 21 days, we didn't chop. Oh. We didn't chop. It's a seat. Oh, open them. Do you know God can give you in one day what people have used three years together? How many of you know it is possible? Anna? You have that kind of testimony this year. I cause poverty out of your life. Any lack, I dry it out of your life. Every spirit of poverty following you up to today, I cause it and I destroy it and I go and prosper. Say, I live in prosperity. Clap your hands for the Lord and take your seat. Today, I will not talk much. Let us close. My time is even up. Now, take your evening offering. This one is for Sunday. It's first fruit Sunday. Remember. After if I give or what will I do? It shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Go and listen to the preaching. Understanding will come. All my choristers this evening all listening. First fruit. Pam, 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 pam. Pam, 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 pam. Maybe before you see mistakenly, you have used your first fruit to buy a shadow. And to all shadow, I shadow. You say, Lord, please, I'm begging you. Take it back. My God. Okay. Take your offering. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. For our offerings. Bless us as we give it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. It's our month of seed time and harvest. So I'm teaching you how to prosper. God bless you. 
This year, many people will drive a car they've never driven before. Many will enter into new apartments, new apartments, new apartments. There are 72 people here. You are getting your first plot of land by this, the end of this month to start your building project. Lift your hand and say, I receive it. Wow. So, it's offering time. Give your offering. Yes, me. Sink plenty money everywhere. So, don't miss any service this month. First fruit. The first of every blessing is given to God. I need to come back to you when you give if you are sick God is healing you wherever you are a healing anointing is touching your back there is somebody having some back pain it's like in your spine I command it to be healed in the name of Jesus migraine go paralysis go something there is a lady on the left side of your neck there is a growth coming and you are afraid it is going to be goiter I cause it to disappear from your neck in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Press down, shaking together and running over. Give, and it will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. Give with joy. Give in faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless the offering Sunday. Has given to you. Don't don't be tired hey. when you give it to the Lord. You want to give? You see? So we have done another giving right now. Now we are going to do another one. Tight. And I will open to you the windows of heaven. The first foot opens the door. The tight opens heavens. I do all of them. So you want to give your tight? Run to the altar with your tight. Everybody holy hill tight. You gave your first car as first And it took come back to you. When you give, when you give, give to the Lord. Give, 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 and it took come good man. Well, walk in this revelation. Never see poverty again. Don't be stingy. Don't be tired. When you keep safe, when you keep give to the Lord. Those of you watching online, you want to give your tithe? This is the account. Tithe. And then if you want to put it in mobile, it is it. Watching online, give your tithe differently from your offering.
bless you. God bless you. Oh, some people are still coming. Open it up for everyone. Yeah. Put your hands together for the Lord. There are people here tonight, you are not born again, you are not saved, you don't know Jesus. Give your life as a first fruit to the Lord. My God, you want to say, Pastor, I'm not born again, don't know Jesus. To live a life of peace, glory and blessings, you need to give your life to him. Maybe a friend invited you, you came by yourself, by television, by radio, by whatever means. Or the angel brought you. Show yourself and let us pray with you. Accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If you are sitting anywhere tonight, you want to make a decision like I made many years ago. Another couple of people have made many years ago. Tonight is your night. Don't look at the congregation. We came when our time came. You, tonight is your night. Stand on your feet and lift your hands. I want to pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Or I used to go to church. The second group of people, they used to go to church. Something happened, they stopped. Something happened in the church. They became offended, they stopped. Please, reconnect your destiny back to Jesus. If you're on your feet, come, come to me in the front. Come. Church, let's clap our hands and encourage them. You want to reconnect? First time or second time, you were in church. Something happened. You got angry. You left. Ah, Forgive the person and come back to Jesus. Jesus loves you. Jesus wants you. Jesus loves you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hands. Now, look at me and open your mouth and say, Jesus. Jesus. Say it again. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Say for the third time. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Save me. Save me. Lord, I open my heart. Lord, I open my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. My sins. My sins. By your blood. By your blood. Wipe my sins out. Wipe my sins. Lord, write my name. Lord, write my name. In the book of in life. Book of Fill me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. I will serve you. I will serve all the days. All the days of my life. Of my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kojo Boatenbempa or join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Boatenbempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.